This is Dr. Karen Wilson-Starks, and welcome to my podcast series, The Voice of Leadership. For the last so many segments, we have been talking about both customer service and also customer experience. If you haven't yet had a chance to listen to the episode that we did with Sandra Yancey, who's the founder, president, and CEO of eWomen Network based out of Dallas, please go back and listen to that episode as she gives a wonderful definition of customer service and also of customer experience and shares great examples of customer experience. In addition, it's not too late. You can still get a special discount to her ICON International Conference, which is in Dallas this month. So make sure you listen to the episode, contact Sandra, and get that special discount code only for my listeners when you say, Dr. Karen, And it's a great deal. It's a VIP deal. So make sure you don't miss it. If you'd still like to go to the eWomen's Network International Conference, today what I want to talk about is what I'm going to call customer experience is providing consistent VIP star status to your best customers. And really, you can provide a little VIP status to customers in general so that you have some best customers to provide it to, but certainly for your best customers. And I just want to give some examples of this as we're talking about it. When we're talking about consistent VIP star status, you want to know what this looks like in your company and what in your industry and line of business truly delights your customers. So I'm going to talk first about hotels as an example. One of the benefits of VIP status that I enjoy in hotels is to have a late checkout. And my go-to hotel is the Marriott brand. And they offer a really generous late checkout for VIP clients who have frequent stays at their properties. Now, the reason that I like late checkout is because normally I'm working a very tough and a very long week, and I don't feel like getting on an early morning flight the next day. I prefer to take an afternoon flight, sleeping in the morning if I want to, order room service breakfast leisurely if I feel like it, and then take my time getting out of the room into the airport. And when I do this, I'm resting at the place where I've been out of town doing business so that by the time I get home that evening, I'm not completely worn out like a dish rag. And so when I see my husband, I'm happy to see him. I'm ready to have conversations and communicate with him. Whereas if I had to leave on a 7 a.m. flight, even though I'd get home earlier, it would be less desirable for me in the way that I'm wired. I'd be worn out and not recover from being worn out this way, I have a chance to rest. I have a chance to recover. And for me, that also strengthens my immune system, meaning that 
I'm less likely to catch a lot of things. I discovered this almost by accident that by trying to take those early morning flights and rush to get out of the hotel before noon and to the airport, I I would get sick frequently when doing that. So this particular service of the hotel is extremely valuable and extremely important to me. In fact, it's one of my favorite things that they offer is the late checkout. There's another hotel brand that I decided not to continue staying there because they really didn't offer late checkout to their VIP guests. And in addition, they would offer it after you reached a certain level. And even when you were just at the door of that certain level, they still would not offer late checkout, not even an hour of late checkout. In fact, that particular hotel brand, if you wanted an extra hour, that was a whole half day rate to stay in the hotel. Well, I just thought that was ridiculous that there was no grace period. There were no exceptions. And so therefore, to me, that wasn't really worth it to keep that particular hotel brand on my list of hotels. So I stopped staying in that hotel since they did not have consistently late checkout. The other thing I like in the hotel space is complimentary room upgrades. It's kind of fun to book a certain kind of room, go to the hotel, and they may have complimentary upgrades available. And sometimes I've been upgraded to palatial suites that had multiple bathrooms or that might have full kitchens and other amenities. And it's really an enjoyable experience to benefit from an upgrade of that type and to get more space and more room. And in those scenarios, I feel like I'm at home. I feel like I'm a welcomed guest and I'm much more likely to stay in a hotel that offers complimentary upgrades. So that's another VIP star service that I personally really enjoy. The other thing I really like is I hate paying hotel parking fees. So sometimes as a VIP guest, I might be offered free parking. And for me, that is really great. It's a wonderful bonus. Parking can really raise fees significantly. You might be paying 50 or 60 some dollars extra a night in parking fees alone. So if you get a bonus of free parking, that's saving a lot on a week or 10 day stay. And most of my stays tend to be at least seven days long. Another amenity in hotels that I find valuable is the free full service breakfast, not the breakfast where they just have coffee and donuts because I don't drink coffee and I don't eat donuts. But at the full service breakfast, I can put together a very healthy meal and something that I would enjoy and something that I do eat. So it's the full service breakfast, usually with some made to order components that I find valuable in hotels as a VIP amenity. Also, it's great to have special items left in the room and the hotel has done their homework and they know what I prefer. I always prefer extra bottled water as an example, but sometimes a hotel might provide something in addition to that. It might be a snack item. And if they ask me, I might be able to request things like unsalted pistachios or raw unsalted pistachios. I might be able to request a bowl of cherries or 
a couple of gala apples. Most hotels carry red and delicious apples, which I don't particularly care for. I don't like red and delicious apples. However, I do like the gala apple. So it's wonderful when there are options, when there are choices, and when they ask you. Otherwise, I might get stuck with some bananas, and that's not something I eat either. So it's great when I don't have to waste food and receive things I'm not going to eat when they know what I like and make sure that's what's in the room and what's available. I remember one time that my husband and I were staying in a very lovely five-star hotel, and it was our anniversary. And typically in hotels, if it's your anniversary, they might want to deliver champagne or chocolates or something of this sort. And my husband and I don't drink alcohol. And so I informed the hotel that no, we wouldn't necessarily want a bottle of champagne. However, I asked them if they carried our favorite celebratory drink, which is Martinelli's sparkling apple cider, specifically the brand Martinelli's. And they said, no, we don't have Martinelli's sparkling cider. And we said, oh, okay, that's really too bad. And we were sorry they didn't have it. And they said, well, we'll check with the room service. And they then they came back and they didn't have it. Now, about an hour or so later in this hotel, room service delivered a chilled bottle of Martinelli's sparkling apple cider. Where they got it from, I don't know. As a customer, I was tremendously delighted that they did whatever they had to do to get this special drink that my husband and I like. And as I mentioned, it was a five-star property, and they lived up to their five-star name by going above and beyond to provide this extra special amenity. I don't know if they sent someone to the store or what they did. However, they found and delivered Martinelli's sparkling apple cider, and we enjoyed that for our anniversary that year. So when you think about star service, you think about VIP service, since that was a very special request, we felt like very special guest. It's also wonderful in a hotel context to really be remembered, to be remembered by the staff. And I know in my case, in my husband's case, there are certain hotels that we will frequent and the restaurant staff will remember us. For one thing, we might be regular guests. They're very kind to us. We're very kind to them. I also have a special diet, so sometimes the servers and also the chefs will remember me because I'm having to order things that are special or made to order. And when I get VIP and star treatment concerning my food and the servers in the restaurant, I am delighted. That's a special place for us. And it goes on the list that says, come back here again, visit this hotel again, frequent this hotel. Give them more business. It's also great to be remembered by the front desk staff. There are some hotels that I go to and they say, oh, Dr. Wilson Starks, so nice to see you. Welcome back. So glad to have you with us again. So they remember that I'm a returning guest. They remember my name. They know the elite status that I might have at that hotel chain or, or particular property. And they want to make sure that I have everything I need 
to make my stay special. So being acknowledged, being remembered, that counts for something as well. There's a hotel in Greensboro, North Carolina, where the bell staff are the ones who do the remembering. The desk staff too, but especially the bell staff. I don't have to say anything. Show up. They know what I want. They know what I like. They know how I prefer that my luggage is delivered to the room. They greet me by name. And it is a wonderful VIP and star experience when the bellmen respond in that way. Now, of course, these people who are providing the special service, whether they're servers, whether they're chefs, whether they're bellmen, I'm going to treat them well too. So there's a benefit and a win-win in all directions in that case. I think that when you're thinking about customer experience, it's so helpful to remember to ask the customers to rate what they prefer in terms of the special amenities that you provide and for the customer to tell you the order of their preference. I think very often hotels think that the number one thing that people are going to choose is maybe the breakfast. And for me, it's the late checkout. That's what I care about the most. And that's what I'm always going to put as number one. So you don't want to be in a position of assuming that you know what the guests prefer. Take the time to ask them. I love all of those amenities. And I do have a preferred order and preference of the amenity of the amenities as well. You also want to take the time to ask what else the customer would like to see that may not be provided. There have been a number of times when I have shared services that I thought would be useful or helpful that the hotel might not have provided. Sometimes they had downscaled the refrigerators in some rooms, types, or buildings such that it was really more of a little cooler. And again, because of certain medical things that I might be carrying with me, more of the dorm-style refrigerator, particularly the taller, bigger one, was more preferred. And it made it easier for me to store my unsweetened almond milk, which I usually purchase in at least a half-gallon size that normally doesn't fit into those little cooler refrigerators. And that type of almond milk is not typically available in hotels, as the hotels usually serve the sweetened variety. So again, these are just special things that make a difference. So when you're downsizing a service, getting rid of a service, you don't know, maybe your customers likes to stay at your hotel because you have that type of refrigerator. I know there is a hotel too. In today's time, very few hotels still carry radios because people really like to bring their own source of music and entertainment. I happen to love the radio and particularly I enjoy listening to local radio wherever I'm staying so I can see what's going on in that city, what's going on in that area. And it'll be something unique and different in terms of the programming in comparison to where I live. And so, yeah, I could get on one of the providers of national services and you have standard programming. There's nothing like the flavor of local programming from my perspective. And so there are a few, not very many, hotels that still carry some radios. And in one case, 
they carry a very high quality radio with sound that is professional level sound. So not only do I get to hear the local flavor, but I get to hear it on the best equipment imaginable. So you don't know what your customer likes unless you check in, unless you ask. So I've been talking about hotels for a while, so I'm going to switch a little bit and talk about air travel, which is another service that I know a lot about because I travel a lot on airplanes. And so one of the services on the airplane that I really enjoy is complimentary first class upgrades. It's wonderful to be upgraded into first class, have a bigger seat, to have different kind of food choices and options, a higher premium level of service, unlimited drinks of whatever kind you prefer. In my case, I'm just going to drink a lot of water, but I love to have that option to drink a lot of water rather than have to chase down someone in coach to get maybe almost like a half a cup of water. And that's really not enough when you're on a long flight. And most of my flights tend to be a little bit long as I'm going from one coast to the next or whatever in the United States. Clearly, when I travel internationally and for global flights, I'm going to fly first class anyway. But in the domestic flying, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. And I'll just use complimentary upgrades. It's also wonderful if you're a VIP client to have that special 800 number that you call when you need service because you're going to get someone faster. You'll get a more knowledgeable person on the other end of the phone, often who's in your own host country, speaks your language as the native language, and typically is a better problem solver or one who has the authority to make exceptions sometimes to rules that may be in place. And I may have a good reason why I may need an exception. And so it's wonderful to have that VIP line and VIP providers providing service on that line in a way that, again, finds a way to say yes, or here's an alternative, or here's something that we can do that would still meet your needs. The other thing that I find really helpful in air travel is early boarding. I love to get on the plane earlier because usually I have a lot of luggage and it allows me to get everything situated and in place and not have to hold up other people because by the time other people are coming on the plane, I've already got everything taken care of. And also because I am traveling for work, there are many items that I really cannot put under the plane. So I've got to find space for them in the cabin. And if I'm boarding last, there may not be any overhead space. So boarding first is really a great option and amenity as well. Occasionally, there are times when There are special things that are offered. There was one time that my husband and I were traveling to Chicago. And so United contacted us and said there was a show that was being done by a performer who we would love to hear in Chicago. And for a very small amount of miles, we could go to this show since we were going to be in Chicago anyway. We thought, oh, what a wonderful opportunity. So we said we would expend the miles. We would go to the show and see this particular performer. 
And then when we got to the venue, attended the show, which was phenomenal, they made an announcement during the middle of it to say that all of us who were United VIPs who attended this show, they were not going to charge mileage out of our account. It was a complimentary show. Now, first of all, it was a delight to have the opportunity to go to the show and using miles out of our account. And then to be gifted the show without the miles, that was true customer experience, delight, VIP, star service. Unexpected. We weren't anticipating it. It was not even mentioned or announced until we were already at the show. So that's a great thing to also have as just an occasional something that you can do that's only for that VIP community. Everyone there actually was a United VIP customer. It was a special show that they curated with this nationally known artist. It's also wonderful in the air travel arena to also be recognized by gate agents, and by those who are at the counter on United, for example, since I typically fly United, and in airports that I frequent, such as my own home airport. And typically, people do remember me, and they say, oh, welcome back, Dr. Wilson-Starks. It's so good to see you. And where are you going today or whatever? And just have a little chit-chat and and a little uh, banter back and forth. Just again, being acknowledged, being remembered. The same thing is true in the United Red Carpet Club, the United Club where someone there remembers me and provides excellent service. I remember some years ago, there was a man in the Denver United Club. He was really kind of a concierge service provider for an even higher elite level than where I am. And occasionally, He would just be working in the club and he provided that star VIP service to me as well. And I cannot tell you how memorable he was to me and how he really made the airline look good because of the level of customer experience that he provided. I will never forget him because of how I was treated at that red carpet club consistently whenever I saw him. And if I happened to be just walking down the United Concourse, the B Concourse, going somewhere, wasn't even in a club, if he saw me, he would see me, he would stop, and he would greet me and talk to me and ask about my husband, whether he was traveling with me or not. That's a high level of customer service. You expect maybe they might remember you or see you in the club, but the concourse with hundreds of people and they pick you out and say, yep, I know who you are. You are one of our regular frequent flyers. That's going above and beyond. And I certainly remember it and will continue to remember it. The next example I'm going to share is really not an example of a business providing customer experience. One of my clients actually provided this customer experience. They were doing 
a special meeting and they wanted me to come to facilitate a part of this meeting. And as it turned out, this is a big global corporate client and they wanted me to come during the week of my anniversary. And that's the time I usually don't accept work of this nature because I know I'm going to be working night and day. It's not going to be the anniversary that I have in mind. And they were bringing in partners from all over the world. And it just so happened these dates worked globally for everyone. And so they were trying to figure out how can we sweeten the pot so that you would be willing to come during this time. And it was a significant anniversary for my husband and I. I don't remember which one. I just remember that it was one of the significant ones. And so they said the night of our anniversary happened to be a night that they were doing a special boat cruise that was going to be on the San Francisco Bay. And they said, well, I'll tell you what, why don't you have your husband come to invite him to come and you both can attend this together and make it a special event. So I talked to my husband about it and he was willing to fly into California for this. He didn't stay the whole week. I was there. He came in the night before flew in at that time. And then the next night I worked all day that day. And then we had this boat cruise, which happened to be on the night of our anniversary. Unbeknownst to me, the client had planned a whole lot of things. So on the boat cruise, you have dancing, you have food. It's a big, huge event. It's wonderful. They also had a special cake made, wishing my husband and I happy anniversary by name, the years of the anniversary, all of that was on the cake. And because it was this boat cruise, it was like having by our own private reception, people were coming in and congratulating us. It was unbelievable. This was many years ago. I still remember it. It is one of our most special anniversaries. And that was certainly a VIP and star experience that I'll never forget. And they were actually my customers and they were giving me the VIP treatment in that case. So you can do it from any place. You can be the customer or you can be the one who is the provider. And so I am forever thankful for that memory, which as long as I can remember things, I will remember that anniversary and our cruise down the San Francisco Bay with all of these wonderful people from the corporation. I'll also mention a few things just from the retail space. And that is when you are a regular customer of a brand or a particular company, being treated as a special person because you're in a special loyalty program is also a phenomenal way to go. To be assigned a dedicated personal shopper, somebody who knows the details of what you like. They keep up with it. Somebody who keeps an eye out for the kinds of items, let's say if we're talking clothing, that let's say I might enjoy. And therefore, they'd call me up or send me something, whether it be text, email, or whatever, say, oh, something just came in. I think you might really like this. It looks like your style. We have your size. Or to know that there may be a piece I purchased three months ago and now a companion piece has come in that's available 
and they may check with me to see if I'd like to add that to my collection. Well, that's wonderful to have somebody looking out and paying attention in those ways to match these pieces up together in that way. Now, this is what I call VIP and star service in contrast to sales providers who they know that I am a good customer. They know that I'm a repeat customer, that I'm going to be buying things. So they call me up or just try to sell me anything, knowing full well that that's not my style, knowing that that's not what I like. I've already informed them. So that's an annoyance. Don't call somebody up and offer things they've already told you they have no interest in or that they don't want just because you're trying to make a sale. It's only VIP when it's customized to me. And that's how you want to think about it with your clients. I also love to be invited to private sales, to private discount codes that may not be offered to other people or to have certain cash that's already in my account because of previous purchases or the frequency of purchases that I've already made or that are only for the frequent shoppers. I also love free shipping and free return shipping. So companies that offer free shipping, free return shipping, they go down in my book because they're providing something that I see as very valuable. And especially nowadays, because you're taxed with the local taxes, plus the shipping, and that's an extra burden. So if the shipping can be removed, wonderful. That is just something that I really like. And I also like clearance sales and deep sales on high-end merchandise. And so when my personal shopper remembers to let me know of those special sales that they know I enjoy, that's meaningful to me. And I'm highly likely to stock up on a lot of things at that time because they are on the deep discount sale. So these are just some examples of how you can add some VIP and star service to your loyal customers. And by providing some of these, even before they're fully loyal customers, you actually increase the likelihood that they become your loyal customers. And you won't be in the situation I was in with that one hotel where I had frequent stays, was with them for a good amount of time, and they just refused to do even an hour of a late checkout. So you want to think about this. Do you want to be penny wise and pound foolish or not? And it's best to say, let me invest in my customer because my customer is also going to continue to invest in me. So I want to end today's segment by reading a verse from 2 Corinthians, the ninth chapter, starting in verse 10 and going through 11. Now may he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food, supply and multiply the seed you have sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness while you are enriched in everything for all liberality, which causes thanksgiving through us to God. So just remember, when you're out there at work, you are representing the God that you serve. And when you serve 
with a heart of abundance and you cause increase to others, increase will also come back to you. You've been listening to The Voice of Leadership with me, Dr. Karen Wilson-Starks. And I want to give a special thanks to jazz saxophonist Ron McMillan for granting us permission to use his gifted music on our show. Thanks for listening. And remember to go to my website, transleadership.com, for more strategies, insights, and leadership resources.